this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you all coming back and joining us here for another episode. And today I'm very excited to be joined by Sharon Epperson. She is CNBC's senior personal finance correspondent and lead contributor to CNBC's Invest in You. Sharon, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking some time out to join me today. It's great to be here. You know, I, I was really excited to have you on because one of my favorite things to talk about is, is just being prepared uh, financially uh, and really in all other aspects of your life because you never know what life is going to throw at you. And I know that's one of your your focuses that you like to speak about um, a lot in the work that you do. With everything that's going on in this world, we have to be prepared for the unexpected because we had no idea what was going to be happening, many of us at this time, unless we were deep in sciences and following what some people were forecasting years ago. We had no idea that we'd be going through this coronavirus pandemic, and that was completely unexpected for so many people, particularly when it comes to the economic impact and the impact on their finances. So yes, when you can prepare for the unexpected, you need to plan. Like you said, no one saw this coming. Uh, and I mean, it is not always something as large as coronavirus and the scale this is hit, you know, where everyone worldwide is impacted by this. Sometimes it can be something that hits your own life and only affects you and your family. And I know back in September of 2016, you had an event happen that really caused a, a shift in the way things were going for you and your family. In the fall of 2016, on September 21st, I was at the gym. I was working out, expecting that I was going to be in the right frame of mind and physical shape to complete a lot of the work that I had to do that week, traveling for work, setting up new shows. And all of a sudden it came to a complete stop. I had a ruptured brain aneurysm, basically a vessel in my brain exploded. And thankfully I was conscious enough to call my husband, get to seek appropriate medical attention. And by that evening, I was out of emergency brain surgery that I had to repair with two clips, this ruptured vessel in my brain. But what it caused me to do is to completely have a full stop in what I was doing and reevaluate, reprioritize, and approach my life in a completely different way. Who really would see that coming? I mean, had that been something that, that you had seen in your family in the past? I did not have um, any risk factors, no high blood pressure, not overweight, not a smoker, but I did have a family history of brain hemorrhages. And I am also African-American, female. I was in my late 40s. And those are all demographic conditions that make you more susceptible to having a brain aneurysm and having it rupture. So I think all of those things combined created that opportunity because I actually do view what happened to me as an opportunity to, again, refocus what my life was going to be like and really an opportunity to put into action things that I had already planned ahead for, anticipating what would I do in a worst case scenario. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask you next, because I'm, I'm, this seems like this would definitely cause an interruption in uh, your work life, your day-to-day -day life. How did you handle this and how did this impact your family financially? Well, I didn't work for a year. And thankfully, I had disability insurance. Thankfully, I had an emergency fund and I had great medical insurance as well. So all of those things helped to allow me to stay afloat financially. And in terms of making sure day-to-day -day expenses and bills were paid, I'd automated everything. So there was never an opportunity to miss a mortgage payment or a utility bill or make sure that all the streaming services 
served my teenagers very well when I was when I was ill. <laughs> so there are things that I was able to put in place. So even though I had no control over my finances, because quite literally I was not really conscious and and coherent enough to make those decisions for for several months, I did have things in place. And my husband, as my power of attorney and as my partner in life, was able to make those decisions. I think that's something that catches a lot of people off guard. And why did you already have these things in place? What what made you so prepared for to handle a situation like this? And to 2011, my father passed away and um, he passed away suddenly, cardiac arrest. And having a plan, the fact that he and my mother had already planned for all of their end of life issues and also even funeral arrangements, it made such an emotionally devastating time much easier because I knew that my mom was going to be all right financially. My father had taken care of that and put documents in place and had savings and had retirement savings uh, and pension. My mother has that in place for herself, but we knew where documents were. We knew what was going to be taken care of and who some of the financial advisors were that were going to help them. It just made it so much easier. So that underscored the importance to me of having a financial plan, a plan B, and of how much that can help not only yourself, but your loved ones who are also often in crisis when you're going through a tragedy or an unexpected event. This is the last thing you want to deal with is going through paperwork and figuring out where, what's supposed to be done in an emergency situation. You have so many other things on your mind. Uh, that's not where you want your, your time and attention to be. Exactly. And I did want to ask you this, this one last question. I mean, it sounds like you were very prepared and it sounds like there was many events that kind of led you to that point of putting yourself in a better position and being ready for anything that might come your way. Were there things that still popped up? that caught you by surprise or you found out that maybe you weren't prepared for when you had to deal with your own emergency situation? Well, I think, you know, you can automate as much as you want, but there's still things that come in the mail and things get, no mail was open for over, I was in hospitals for over a month and nothing, no mail was open. You know, my husband was focused on my care and I don't know what I would have done in retrospect in terms of, of handling that situation. But in, in some of the things that we were dealing with in, in terms of knowing my password or knowing passwords to our accounts and things. I had all of that in my brain. So therefore I had to, <laughs> I had to come up with new ones once my brain was fixed. So having a password manager, having somewhere where you've kind of listed all of those things, I think that can be very helpful. And even though I'd done this planning and I told people about it and I still haven't done this, but I need to have, I need to have a Google doc. I need to have, and there are also software and programs out there that you can use that really outline where things are. Because if my husband hadn't been aware, or at least have the number of our financial advisor who's probably more aware of where certain documents were, that would be difficult. So I think it's important to, in retrospect, I probably would have had those things taken care of as well. And you can never have enough of emergency fund. I think we were well prepared. And thanks to the disability insurance uh, that I was able to get, we were fine. But for those who don't have disability insurance or who don't have enough emergency savings, if you don't know now, and now you probably do as you're going through what you're going through, you need to have more money tucked away in cash savings, emergency savings, than you probably think you're going to need. Yeah, you know, that's something I always try to stress as well, because, you know, once you see your savings get to a certain level, you're like, you think this may be enough, but it's always, you're always probably a little more, I guess, forgiving with yourself on the amount of money you think you need to save in the event of emergency until you actually go through something and see how quickly you can burn through cash. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I actually had one more question for you, just since you, you mentioned long-term disability insurance. How did this play into your preparation for planning for an emergency and how long before, or maybe it was even after you had this um, this emergency and medical situation, did you get long-term disability insurance? 
So thankfully, my employer offers long-term disability insurance. And so anyone who works for a company that offers you a 401k, 403b, some type of retirement plan at work, they may also offer you a long-term disability insurance policy that you may have to pay a little bit into in each paycheck. But it's so worth it to make sure that you have the security of having that disability paycheck coming to you when you're not getting your regular paycheck. So I'd urge everyone to ask their employer first. But I also, you know, we all have a couple of different jobs, right, that we do. And I I was doing a lot of freelancing at the time that I got my estate plan together. And so my financial advisor had suggested that I get a long-term disability insurance policy on my own, a private policy. And that can be a lot to stomach. Why am I going to pay a hundred some dollars a month? Because I'm fine. You know, I'm in my 20s. I'm in my 30s. I don't need this. I am so happy that I got that policy. That policy paid for itself enormously over the time that I was ill. For those people who are freelancing on the side, freelancing full time, independent contractors, I would urge you for whatever income you have now, try to get that protected with the disability insurance policy. Because if something happens, and I hope it does not, but if it does, it will definitely pay for itself. And I think it's great that you have that to have these things layered upon each other, an emergency fund, long-term disability, because it just provides a little bit more cushion, a little more security, because you don't know if you do have an emergency pop up, how long that you actually will be out of work and not able to go back to earning money. And because I'm sure you, you probably were out longer than you thought you would be. I was absolutely out longer than I thought I would be. I don't know if I thought it was going to be a couple months or... I definitely didn't think it was going to be a year. And I definitely was not ready to come back before that year. And mm. even when I came back, I was worried, you know, if I feel like this is too much and I have to go back out on disability, can I still do that? And I had the insurance coverage that gave me the peace of mind to know if I falter, I have something to fall back on. Thank you, Sharon. I really do appreciate you sharing your story. I'm happy to hear that you're doing better and that you're able now to share your story and hopefully encourage not only people listening to this episode, but people around the world on what you went through and the ways that we all can prepare ourselves in the hopes that, you know, if something, well, we hope that nothing does happen, but if it does happen, that we're in a better position to be able to to make it through. Uh, Sharon, if people want to reach out to you, where's the best place for them to go? Thank you for having me. If people want to reach out to me, please, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Sharon underscore Epperson. You can find me on Facebook, Sharon Epperson CNBC, and on Instagram, the same. And you can always reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Perfect. I'll make sure I put all that in the show notes so that way people can easily get out there and find you. So thank you so much, Sharon. Appreciate your time and uh, for you joining me here on the show. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.